This is About Space, America's Return to Space, with news and information on our U.S. space program. Is your host of About Space, David Denault. Welcome, and thanks for joining me today. Well, I have a story that will take you back to the black and white screen in the days of spaceships flying about trying to save the world. You've probably seen your share of sci-fi movies, those strange craft landing with alien creatures, or when a comet comes crashing to Earth and it brings a new life form. Well, I hope there are marine biologists and marine scientists listening today because it came from outer space and has been living here for thousands of years. I'm talking about panspermia. Next, as America and the world is listening to About Space Today. D&D Cruise and Tours is the official agent for About Space, and we invite you to come fly away to all-inclusive resort island destinations, or a cruise vacation from Port Canaveral, and even visit the Kennedy Space Center Visitor Complex, or just come and see the parks. Call for a discount cruise or an island getaway or the Florida beaches. Call today. The call is free, and so are our services. Call 877-747-8631. That's 877-747-8631. We are Florida's group travel specialists. Welcome back. Panspermia, and that may be a new term for many of you, but it is from the ancient Greek. It is the hypothesis first proposed in the 5th century BCE that life exists throughout the universe, distributed by space dust, meteoroids, asteroids, comets, and planetoids. Dr. Jay Maloche of the University of Arizona explains more about panspermia. The idea of panspermia is that life on Earth did not originate on Earth, but it came from somewhere else. And in modern astronomy, that means from another star system. So are we, aliens brought here from a planet in a galaxy far, far away? The idea is very appealing. One doesn't have to worry about how life began on Earth. You could simply say that it came here from elsewhere. To discover how living cells could survive a catastrophic impact with a planet, Jay Malosh went to California's Ames Research Center home to one of the world's most powerful guns. The Ames vertical gun can fire projectiles at over four miles a second. In one experiment, Malosh fired the cannon at a block of granite onto which he had seeded a sample of bacteria. Our idea was to see if we could capture these very fast-moving fragments that came from the slab and whether the bacteria would be able to survive that launch condition, very similar to the conditions of launch from Mars. Amazingly, the bacteria survived. If there are living bacteria on a surface of a comet or an asteroid, an impact could eject them and bring them to Earth. Almost certainly the Earth is not unique. Our solar system is not unique. We already know about hundreds of other planetary systems around other stars. Uh, and just like we have in our own solar system, there were probably comets uh, in those other systems that have brought uh, organic material and water, and possibly have seeded life in those objects. And now for my marine biology and marine scientist friends, my question 
is the octopus from outer space. Well, the genome of the octopus shows a staggering level of complexity with 33,000 protein-coding genes, more than is present in humans. One of the most recent discoveries that the octopus genome, the DNA of the octopus, suddenly arrived or emerged in the Earth's uh, record of fossils, uh, something like 400 million years ago, and has DNA that is more complex than a human uh, DNA. The octopus has 30,000 more genome protein-writing pairs than human beings. It's almost as if somebody is being paid by the word to do this. It is a remarkable animal. Its genetics, absolutely unearthly. It has no relationship whatsoever to the rest of the mollusk family, snails and things like this. An incredibly gifted predator and it learns very quickly. And they've even on occasion been thought to play pranks on their human keepers. And they change color. So this is a truly remarkable creature. It has no evolutionary bridge to anything. If you look at the evolution of the octopus and compare it to creatures that are very similar that should have been its predecessors in its evolutionary path, like squids, for example, the genetic makeup is quite different. And there's one theory that suggests the reason the octopus is so much more intelligent and has a different genome is because meteorites crashed into the ocean that may have had organic material in it. And this organic material from these meteorites infected or affected in some way this creature that eventually would become the octopus. So as we look at the evolution of Earth, we have to recognize it's not a closed system. It's a system that has a history of meteorites coming, and those meteorites very likely could be coming from other places that also had the same basic chemistry of life being developed. Interestingly, scientists say the transformative genes leading to the common octopus are not easily to be found in any pre-existing life form. It is plausible then to suggest they seem to be borrowed from a far distant future in terms of terrestrial evolution or more realistically from the cosmos at large. Well it's safe to say this won't be the last time the scientific community resurrects the theory that life arrived from faraway worlds and gave birth to some or all of the life forms on Earth. Be sure to check out our Facebook page, About Space Dot Today, for launches and landings, and invite your friends and family to listen weekly. Join Don Meyer, Space Coast News Editor, this Friday for America in Space. And to all our listeners around the globe and here in the U.S., thanks for joining me. I'm David Denault, and this has been About Space Today. <laughs>